What is this guy laughing? Just just imagine the baby going from nothing to belly flopping. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 17 of Overly Honest Dads. This is a podcast that aims to give fathers, parents, or parents to be a honest look at what parenthood and specifically fatherhood is really like. My name is Matt and I am your host and I'm joined as I always am by my podcast pals Magnus. Good evening or good afternoon everyone. And John. Hello everybody. How are we doing? Yeah good. Can I also say good morning too? I just missed that bit out. Okay. Yeah. Thanks Magnus. That's a very valuable contribution. Yeah, make sure you interrupt him again so we just don't let him talk because I think that's a good idea. No, it won't wound him up or anything. That's an awful idea. Did you go idea. gym? I, I did. Yeah. Did you go hospital? Yeah? I, I went hospital oh, awesome. too. Okay, for, for any listeners that didn't listen to our early episodes, um, they're referring to the fact that I don't like the fact that people, uh, when they're saying they're going places, they say going gym rather than saying going to the gym, which would be grammatically correct. But anyway, we're getting sidetracked. This is episode 17, and this episode is going to be a, a sequel to an earlier episode. So I can't remember what number it was, but we didn't, I should have really looked at this, but we did an episode <laughs> uh, on development goals, and we uh, looked at the babies' development goals between the ages of zero and six months and um and for this episode we're going to be doing development goals for months seven through 12 and so we're going to talk through all of those months what the different development goals should be and also we're going to talk about whether the the concept of development goals is even a useful one we kind of talked about that before maybe we'll have some updated thoughts this time i don't know let's see what happens it'll be a voyage of discovery for us and for you the listener um but before we get to that point we have dad news like we always do and this week magnus is going first so magnus why don't you tell us all about your dad news i am going first (laughs) quite the privilege (laughs) This week, I must admit, yeah. Um, so my dad news is we went glamping because going camping with uh, an 18-month-year-old is bullshit, so just don't do it. We okay. went glamping for the extra amenities. We went to um, uh, West Sussex. Isn't glamping fact. a bit 2015? No. <laughs> Sacrilege. Like, it sounds How very the only, way is ex- <laughs> the only way is Essex. That's what it sounds like, glamping. Gl- it's like you're gonna, no, have you got goodness. a bajazzle now? Or dicazzle, whatever. Baz Vegas. Yeah. No, guys, guys, we, we were in a, um, we're on this person's land and they have these shepherd's huts. They, they kind of look like old wagons, right? Um, and in these shepherd's huts, they are completely kitted out. You have, uh, you do have electricity. Um, you do have sockets. Uh, there is a gas powered shower, um, mm. uh, to heat the water, uh, a microwave in the, the other hut. So yeah, it's kind of, I know, John, I see you're disappointed. It, it's like, you know, why don't you just go you to go a to fucking a shit hotel? hotel, aren't you? Yeah, you know. <laughs> that is really it, isn't it? it it's a shit hotel. It's, it's like a halfway not, point. It's a different experience, guys. I've had this before from other people and then they've gone glamping. Because, because they're right. No, no, they're they're not. No, right. I, I, can they're, I be honest fact, with you? Can I be honest on. with you? The idea of going with the fucking kids kills me. I, yeah, I don't know how uh-huh. the hell you do it because I the idea of camping or glamping or whatever. Yeah, but that's the thing. Camping, which is something that me and Romy did endlessly, we loved it. We've got all the equipment. Doing that with a toddler somewhat frightens us, right? Yeah. So we stepped up a notch and we did glamping. And you open your door out to nature. You know, you 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 go out for for a piss at night and you hear flipping creaking and whatnot. Um. Uh, from the forest yeah. because you, you you're based in the forest mm. uh so it's it's like you have all of that experience and that exposure to nature but at the same time you're in a nice kind of cocoon and bubble of safety yeah. where you know you're not completely lost you're not completely away from civilization so it's like a hotel in the countryside it's like yes <laughs> it is it is it's like a really shit hotel in the countryside yeah 
which is which is no similar comment. to John's anyway. Point. I don't mean to 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 disparage it because I think that that there is definitely value to having a little bit less. Um, I suppose physical barriers yeah. between you and the natural world. Well, it did Quinn like a world of favors for mm-hmm. real. It, yeah. d- during this whole lockdown situation, I've said it before, but her 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 ability to socialize was definitely stunted. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she wasn't able to speak yeah. with, uh, or to interact with, with with other kids. And when we went glamping, there was other kids on uh, the, on site, and they were playing with Quinn, and it was amazing. She she wouldn't stop talking, and this brings me to my second point of dad news she won't stop talking in in a fucking baby so, shut the fuck up you, so, <laughs> so, for, for, for the listeners magnus is doing kind of a uh, quotation yeah, yeah quotation yeah. marks quotation marks yeah um yeah i say uh babbling with quotation marks uh sorry talking with quotation marks but it's, it's more so she's stepped up her babbling game now it does feel like she's imitating talking. Mm-hmm. She's pointing at um, text in books that we would read to her, and she, she this verbatim, she'd go verbatim. Ver, sorry, ver, is it verbatim? Yeah, verbatim. Verbatim. This is a repeat of when you thought that Yosemite was pronounced Yosemite. No, no, I never thought that. No, I never thought that. <laughs> you did. I remember, so for, for dear listeners out there, um, when Magnus and I were working together at a company many, many years ago, uh, he was telling me all about Yosemite. Um, and I was like, what? what what is going on here? And it eventually transpired. He was talking about Yosemite National Park in the United States. And I've never forgotten that. And I don't think I ever will. Uh, much to Magnus's regret. Yeah. Yep. I, I, am, very yeah I, I am quite embarrassed. I, I can be quite uncultured. Uh, <laughs> to the next no, uncultured person is my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, let's let Magnus wrap up his uh, his, his dad news. Yeah, no, that, 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 that's it, really. Uh, we went glamping. Quinn... It just it once again bloomed again, uh, and it, it's ah, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, she you know she's really like talking loads or you know whatever she's doing, um, running around just being a, a great kid. Um, and uh, yeah, glamping highly recommend it. Really mm-hmm. do consider it, people. If you don't want to go full on camping um, and and shit in a hole in the woods, then glamping is for you. Great stuff, John. Cool. You. My news is quite calm in the sense that this week, I did fuck all. Nice. Literally, I took the week off, even though I'm working from home anyway. But mm. um, and it was quite, it was good because I was spending time with the kids. But my God, it was just the idea of not being able to go on holiday just kind of did my head in a little uh, bit. Yeah, that, that's And the shame. kids kind of going in the swimming pool that we got in the back garden. We got a little stand propped up swimming pool thing mm-hmm. and it's freezing cold and their lips are going blue straight away like two minutes and they're back out and even if it's 25 <laughs> degrees outside it's, the water doesn't warm up yeah. and <laughs> it's cold and that's literally the whole week of that and can you yeah. not just like boil the kettle a bunch of times yeah that's what we did no we, we did we did that but it doesn't oh, warm it up enough do <laughs> we kept we kept putting kettles in there because it was just so freaking cold every day I'm not even joking mate are you kidding me I was trying to warm it up mate <laughs> Matt, that laugh. <laughs> He's enjoying it. He's enjoying it. There you go. What I love the this? idea of you running back and forth to a swimming pool with a kettle. <laughs> okay. It's like, the, the kettle's so small. <laughs> the pool's so big. <laughs> so now that you've enjoyed that, the reality is I'd attach it to the hot water tap and then just... Yeah, that, 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 that would be the better yeah. way of doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's quite funny way. though. I, 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 like, I like your reaction. But yeah, we we basically... It's just, it's just been quite... I feel quite depressed for the kids, basically. But they had a lot of play dates this week. I was off and we had people over and stuff, which is good. That's and, good. Uh, yeah, just sort of very chilled out, nothing major. And then my son 
kind of is trying to convince me to get on Minecraft. So I'm quite a gamer. Oh, and yeah. He's now got Minecraft on his pad. He's like, oh, daddy, you got to get Minecraft so we can be friends and play multiplayer. And I'm just like, oh, Jesus Christ, what am I doing? Because <laughs> the moment he meets my friends online, it's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> oh, no, Minecraft's all right, mate. You yeah, know, you my, can, you Minecraft can quite is easy, good. You can quite easily have a good time in Minecraft. Yeah, no, I'm to. sure I can, but it's just... It's, Oh boy, I don't want to get him addicted like I did on video games. I think that's that's, my that's, biggest that's worry. almost unavoidable at this point because video gaming is is by far, I think financially the, the biggest, biggest form of entertainment yeah. and gaming culture is huge now. Like yeah. like yeah. that people watch people playing video games. Yeah, like that's a he legitimate does that. He form watches of it on YouTube. A guy yeah. playing Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, Minecraft YouTubers and streamers are are like big deal now. Yeah. So. I, I think that's almost unavoidable, but yeah. it's also not so bad because video gaming teaches problem solving yeah, and reaction time. times. I mean, it's far better than someone sitting in front of uh, of the TV. You yeah. know, at least with uh, video games, you're interacting and doing yeah, things. So, yeah. You know. But yeah, so so that's that, and then yeah, that's literally it. Look, very calm week, very calm, relaxed week, which I'm quite happy with. Matthew, awesome. tell me. Well, you both turned Matthew, to me at the same yeah, time. Yeah, you do. Matthew, you twat. Almost Tell us. Talk- <laughs> hey, that's, that's not very nice, John. That's not very you. nice at all, Jean Maria. Um, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's your name. Uh, so, my dad news is that we, my wife and I have finally reached the end of having to juggle childcare and our jobs. So, did you... St- put the child up for adoption or? yes oh, she, right, she's okay. now been adopted she's gone to a really nice family uh, it does mean i'm gonna have to resign from the podcast because i'm no longer a dad no this is all this is not true well, we can this do is... a deadbeat dad section and yeah, you can was, host it man yeah yeah because yeah, yeah i just cut, come off the end of a big meth binge and i just thought what's the point uh, what's the point yeah i no, quite like those no, in, 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 in actuality what happened is uh amelie has gone back to nursery so uh her not her Previous nursery isn't going to be open to to under twos um, uh, indefinitely, as far as we know. Um, so it's only going to be really those are the changes. That yeah, the, the, that, wow. that's, that's, okay. that's what we've been told. Um, but Emily turns two in about two months, so yeah. okay. so she she will be able to go back there eventually. But we've got a, a nursery that will either be a stopgap or a long term solution. We'll just sort of see how it goes. Um, but she had settling in this week, and then Friday was her first full day. And Friday, it was a, a real strange mix of emotions because on the one hand, I was re- I was really missing her because. Amelie had been with us constantly for uh, at least four months, um, and we I'd spent more time with her than I ever had yep. at any point in her life, and that was very valuable for our bonding and yeah. for lots of other things. Uh-huh. But it was also the, one of the most exhausting periods of my life ever because there's very it's hard to balance work and childcare yeah. when you're at home, and you also don't have very many of the usual ways of letting off steam because. Let's face it, like yeah. society is in a very different place to where it would normally be. And so this has been a stressful, difficult time with a lot of, a lot of amazing silver linings. And so Friday was a, a weird day of feeling guilty for not having her around, uh, but feeling good for the fact that I could balance things out. And then when we saw her, on Friday when she came back to us. She was more affectionate with us than I think she's ever been. Oh, that's cool. And she apparently had a good day. And so I think it was good for all of us. It was probably good for her to get out and and See be world. around other yeah. people uh, yeah. and not just be with me and uh, and Alex constantly. And then, yeah, when she got back to us, she was really affectionate and very sweet and very nice. Aww. And and so everything worked out nicely. And now I'm actually feeling fairly optimistic over the, about the next few months because, you know, at, at some point we'll be able to go back to the office you know, we can already yep. hang out with people, which is nice. Um, and and hopefully things will get a little bit more 
you know, if not if not back to normal, then at least to a place where uh, we can at least be happy, mm. or at least some kind of yeah. approximation of happiness. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Let's see. Uh, so that was that was my week. Um, so yeah, well, I guess that rounds up dad news. That's it for now. Um, so we're going to be back in just a moment, and we're going to be talking in the first uh, segment or the next segment uh, of development goals from seven, eight, and nine months. And so join us in a moment uh, for some of that. Bye. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 17 of Overly Honest Dads. So we're here to discuss development goals for babies aged 7 months through to 12 months. And so we're going to go through each month in turn, and I'm going to tell everyone what the supposed development goals are. We're going to talk about what our experiences are of actually, you know, whether our kids hit these goals or not, and whether or not goals in general are useful. Now, just for everyone out there, I sourced my information from this from a website called The Bump. Uh, I assume it's thebump.com. I don't know that for sure, but I imagine it is. Um, I always found that to be a really helpful website when my wife was pregnant and the early stages of uh, raising Amelie. Uh, If anyone else out there uh, uh, wants a good website about pregnancy and early early years baby stuff then the bump uh you could do a lot worse um so before we <laughs> dip into this discussion in more detail let's talk uh, briefly only briefly about the overall concept of development goals now we've covered this ground before so don't want to go on about it too long um but what's our general viewpoint on the concept of baby development goals so I read what you sent us because obviously we had to read this before um, before the podcast and I can relate to some stuff, but I'll be honest, for me, it's such a long time ago. <laughs> like I feel like such, I remember these things happening, but I don't remember when they happened. And I think you guys have a lot more information than I did when Christopher was born, which is now 10 years ago nearly. So very different, but very interesting. I think development goals are definitely there. It's important that kids reach them, but you never really get an 18 year old that can't talk or you know th- th- mm. everybody develops it's just you know everybody in their own time if that makes sense but i think the development goals are good so at least you know if there are issues if there's actual yeah. issues or not but yeah well, it's I, good I, I i think that they are exceedingly important in early childhood especially in infancy because it, kids the, the way they develop is mm. it's almost like a book yeah but what i'm saying is do you need to know when, how, because I didn't have any of that. And yeah, yeah. my kids have turned out all right. No, no. So uh, that's, what, uh, of that's course. what I mean. It's just, does it? No, of, of, yeah. of, of, absolutely. Of course. Right. Um, we, we expect our kids to turn out normal, mm-hmm. right. Um, that, that, that's just what we want. However, it's good to know if, yeah. if you, if there are signs, mm-hmm. indicators, you're aware of them for if your kid isn't turning out in that percentile, and so you can go along and figure out mm. what to do about it, right? It could be, I, I don't know, you know, like autism. Yeah. Yeah, it could be anything like that. No, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Okay. Matt, are you paying attention? Uh, not really. Um, <laughs> you never listen. Me and you talk, and the guy just with his mind. He just pisses. The problem is tonight he's drinking too much. I'm telling you, he can't put his words together. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking about what I'm. I'm thinking about what I'm going to say. I'm not worrying about what you you are saying. I'm assuming that you're saying helpful things. Be, yes. I'm assuming you're saying really insightful, intelligent stuff. Um, because because ultimately that's do. what I expect from you guys. You know, that's what you deliver week in, week out. And why should I think that today <laughs> would be any different? Um, there's no reason to think that that wouldn't be the case. So let's get right on with things. <laughs> Go on, crack on. <laughs> so seven months. So imagine you've got your kid, seven months old. Um, the development goals that I've got here 
Uh, the first one is they sit up by themselves. So they're probably using their hands to keep some kind of balance, but they're sitting up by themselves, which they previously probably were not doing. Um, any any thoughts on that and sitting up by themselves? Do you remember what it was like when your kids were seven months old and they were sitting up unsupported? I don't remember when it was. They sat up. I know that. <laughs> I don't remember when they sat up. It was it was pretty anticlimactic, but it was it was a checkbox to tick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's quite happy that she. Well done. You can sit up. You muppet. Yeah. You know. <laughs> when are you going to work? <laughs> okay. Here's a knife. Cut your own bread. <laughs> Okay, and the next one is fine-tuning their grasp. So they're picking things up with their own hands. Um, they're not doing pincer movements yet. So pincer grip with your thumb and your fourth finger. I, I, I really yet. thought you were going to say something like fine-tuning a motor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're out fine-tuning there. a guitar. <laughs> they're out there working on an old S4 Escort. <laughs> Remapping an ECU. Voxel Nova. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, now, I remember this, that, like, it takes a while so they can really grab things yeah. with their thumb, thumb and yeah. forefinger. Yeah. Um, and so they're just doing a full hand sort yeah. of fist grab yeah. at this point um, uh, and then soon to develop. And at this point, they start to be able to bear their weight on their legs when you hold them upright. So uh-huh. they're yeah. not able to stand up properly. I remember yet, that. But they can, you can, hilarious. Like, you can like, sort of <laughs> dangle them down and they can kind of... And they've still got a lot of fat on their legs at that point, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yes. when, when my kids were standing, like really chubby, fat legs. Like, like probably Michelin really man legs yeah. as yeah. well. You know, Full loads of, yeah. of rolls of fat. Yeah. Yeah. you got to put them on a diet, man, straight out. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny how, how it yeah. goes. With it just goes quickly. How chubby they are. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's incredible. It just flies away. Like within, they're lovely and chubby. And the next thing you know, they're like skinny and muscly and the muscles are developed and then off they go, which is quite mm-hmm. sad in a way. I like them chubby. Well, that, that, that's what you want. You don't want to... Yeah. An obese baby. <laughs> no. Feed me. No, exactly. So that's seven months. Um, now, eight months. Uh, now, what? actually, one thing I'll quickly say is that one. I was when I was researching uh, this episode, the development goals for seven to 12 months aren't quite as distinct as they are for naught to six months. I think mm-hmm. naught to six months, it's clear. there's more yeah. Yeah. in the way of distinct development month by month. But I think uh, seven to 12 months, then they're all kind of similar things. Yeah. There's nothing, there's no sort of major leaps. And it also becomes clear that different babies develop, develop at different times. And that's especially true when we get onto walking, yeah. which comes up at 12 months. And there's a stat that, um, that I found out that surprised me a little bit. And we'll get to that a little bit bit later on um but let's go for eight months so uh at eight months now they're sitting and it's time for moving and grooving um so this involves rolling crunching twisting and rocking uh so do you remember this when they they weren't crawling but they can still cover a little bit of ground yeah yeah mm. they could just move their belly to yeah to it's, it's not quite army crawling but it's yeah. it's not too far away yeah yeah i had a very good example of this um it wasn't long after we moved in here and not long after we started the podcast and emily was in this stage and you could just pop her down and you know she wouldn't go anywhere but it was the first time that uh, alex looked up and she'd actually made a, a bit of a run for it and, oh, wow. and and so she'd gone from where the sofa is behind yeah. me over to where the bookcases are to to my left and she just kind of managed to shuffle her way over there and I got a photo of her that Alex sent me and that was just at that point there was a realization that hit me she's developing that you're not going to be able to sort of relax anymore nope. yeah and, and and don't get me wrong like eight months through 12 months you can relax a lot more than you can when they start to walk because at that point all bets are off and you're never going to be able to let your gaze 
move away from them uh, anymore um, until they're older. But um, but yeah, so uh, this is the time when you can expect your kid to start getting a little bit more mobile. Yeah. Um, not mobile in a quick way, but they're going to be moving around. Um, so also at eight months, crawling can start. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember when they... I was trying to think about it. I don't remember when they started crawling. Mm. I really don't remember. I'm such a bad dad. Did you not I'm a deadbeat any, dad, man. Did you not take any videos or anything like that? Yeah, I've got videos, but they're on different phones. I think they're on my iTunes. We, we have to remember, Matt, this was yeah. decades ago. Yeah, this literally was ago. a decade ago. I mean, this is insane. Jesus, man. That's I, 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 I need to log into my You uh, know, in, in this age of where we record fucking everything, then yeah. it's understandable that me and Matt would, but also understand, understandable why you wouldn't. Yeah. I, are they fine now? Are they running and walking? And No, no one of them's still crawling, mate. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Timmy. <laughs> John. There was no need Cut for that. There is Cut no need. Out. You were calling me that. drunk earlier, and you, the sober one, is making very inappropriate, uh, uh, yes. very inappropriate jokes. <laughs> I say the limoncello. There's um, no need. Um, but the one thing to mention about the, about this crawling, guy's laughing in the background. There's one thing to mention about the crawling, though, is if um, your kid isn't crawling at eight months, that's no cause for concern. Ultimately, no, no, no it's no, fine. Um, no. They're going to walk at some point. Yeah. I think after ten months, and if your kid's not crawling, then you, that's maybe when you should start to worry. Yeah. But then. There are also, I've never seen this for myself, but apparently there are kids who uh, don't crawl and go straight to walking. Mm. Um, and that can happen around eight months as well, apparently. Mm. Um, and uh, who knows why that is? I have no idea. And that uh-huh. didn't really come up particularly in my research, but apparently it can happen. Okay. <laughs> hey, why is this guy laughing? Just imagine, just, just imagine the baby going from nothing to belly flopping. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, doctor. <laughs> what can you do? This is completely normal. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Um, and that takes us on to nine months. Um, so nine months, they'll most likely be crawling at that point. Um, and this is where you're going to get a bit more standing. Um, but standing, um, mostly holding on to sofas, coffee tables, that kind of thing. I'm sure you remember when this started happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they begin to get dangerous, especially if they're holding onto the table and chucking a hand above. Yeah. That's, oh, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, now you mentioned it, Amelie's getting to the point where she can reach door handles. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh-huh. And that, and she she went into the knife drawer today. Oh, don't worry, I was she there. She cut her own bread, right? I hope. Yeah. I know, no, no. Yeah, okay. I, I, I I caught her in time. Like I was with her. I was supervising her. Yeah, supervisor cutting the salami. <laughs> but yeah, so so most like crawling, standing. So the next comes cruising. This is cruising. very gangster. Yeah, yeah, cruising around the sofa and all the furniture available. The the, the for them. Head height furniture. See, I was expecting a lot more of a ruder kind of joke riff on the back of cruising. No, I, I, to be honest, I keep thinking, I can't remember what the name of the bouncing cars are. A low, low rider. Low rider. Just low a, ride, a yeah. cruiser and a low rider. <laughs> yeah. A little baby. <laughs> <laughs> but Magnus is absolutely right. This is um, where babies start to walk around with the support of furniture. Mm. Yeah, which makes sense. And it's when Coffee they start tables. to hurt themselves. Is Your it? TV is still surprises me that it's so low, by the way. And yeah, because I, I hang my yeah, shit up man. straight away. I'm so surprised your TV's on a table. But, I mean, but, I'm, John, this is normal. Like th- this is what. Some yeah, more, I know, but know. I, I put my, the, the moment we had kids, I was like putting it on a wall. I'm not yeah, yeah, because yeah. I was just scared that we're going to break well, it. Well, this is why we have this little guard thing now. Mm. Uh, so if Emily's near the TV, then um, just the guard's that, there yeah. and she can't get anywhere near mm-hmm. it until um, she learns how to move it. Then you yeah, mm. I don't like the idea of TVs on the wall because it hurts my neck. What? Just leaning back. Yeah, it hurts my neck a little bit. I don't like it. 
Uh, fair enough. You're quite delicate, Matt. I, yeah, I'm is. a delicate flower. Yeah. You are a delicate flower. Yeah. You're a flower. Yeah. You like everything to be quite precisely right. I like things to be right for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, that's what I get. Yeah, that's exactly. What, there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Yeah. You nothing should, you should build the world that you want to live in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, I agree. And fuck everyone else. Um, <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a silly episode. It really um, is. So, Both of you are drunk. I'm sober. It's amazing. So, First time. <laughs> So pinch the Do you know what? I've, I've not drunk in since the last time we had the podcast. I've oh, not really? touched a drop, and that's probably why. He yeah. mixed. That's I'm actually very okay. Oh, yeah, no, I mixed because I had a lager, I yeah. had um, a wine, and a limoncello. So I love this. this. this I love He's nice to me tonight. I'm, I'm happy with that. Go on, mm. carry on, Matt. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I just gave John the finger. Um, so pincer grip should be developed now. Um, and that I remember this being really helpful at mealtimes. So... You know, by this point, kids are on solid food. I'm sure we probably dealt with this in uh, the previous development goals episode, but you have, you introduce solid food between four and six months. And initially, they're not that great with their hands. But at this point, they should be developing their little pincer grip so they can pick up little bits of food and munch on them. And that's very cute and fun at mealtimes. Yeah. I'm sure you yeah. agree. Yeah, do you remember this, Magnus? I do. Yeah, absolutely. Mealtimes are fun. Yeah. Grapes, they used to Do you have any detail to add? Any. He's talking too much, basically, saying you're not no, contributing no. enough, Magnus. Well, the only detail I've got to add is is that my life is over because she throws shit everywhere. And as soon as she got that pincer grip, she would get the fucking, like, the strip of carrot or whatever f- vegetable we gave her. And then she'll look at it, give it a chew, maybe have some of it. But the rest of it would be... Throw it on the floor. On the floor. Yeah, like, get me a McDonald's, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so that pincer grip. Fuck that pincer grip. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like the pincer grip. I thought it was cool. No, it's cute. I remember them picking up bits of grape. Upon, uh, upon, upon the teat. Two fingers. The forefinger and the thumb. <laughs> such a weird. <laughs> okay. And also... Let's, let's carry on. <laughs> the last uh, development goal for nine months is babbling. Babbling, so babbling. This is where you should have uh, your um, baby... Babbling away, and they're going to be saying uh, uh, words like or noises blah, 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 like blah, blah. "baba," "dada," "mama," mm-hmm. and uh, uh, sort of similar things. Um, now Abdul. <laughs> what? Abdul. What? I don't know why that just came to my mind. I'm just like meant to be babbling. Baba, bibi, babu, Abdul. I don't know why that came to my mind. Okay, I like that one. Habibi. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And Matthew's got his arms crossed. He's pissed. I'm ruining the what? podcast. I'm leaving. What has happened? I don't know. We went from Mama, Baba, and Dada to Abdul. <laughs> Abdul in English. Habdul is the way it's meant to be said. I love it, man. It sounds awesome. Okay. Um, Rolls off the tongue. That, that was actually, I'm not joking, was my dad's name. Are you kidding me? No. It was my dad's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He well, died. Okay. <laughs> you're, so, you're like Phoebe out of friends, mate, constantly dropping it in there. <laughs> Just, you know, just wanted to let you guys know, no, or should I say, again. remind you, yeah, yeah. You know, okay, okay. well, we, we all have sympathy, R.I.P. Oh, <laughs> my God! Sorry, sorry, that's the last one, that was the last one. You go, that was the last one, sorry, that was the last one. We're keeping that, that in, was, that we're keeping bad. that in. That was bad, sorry, forgive me. Uh, I, I'm sorry, listeners, um, th- this is not what I had in mind when we started the podcast. Um, this is not the is sort exactly of message that we wanted to put out there into the world. We're here to be a positive... Uh, influence on fatherhood um, and, and I'll talk about Magnus' dead dad oh my and, God. Well, well no that is a valid subject when it's appropriate but uh, it's my yeah. way of coping yeah well 
Whatever gets you through the night, Mike. <laughs> whatever, whatever gets you through the night. Um, anyway, I'm, I think we're going to end this segment just here. We're going to be back in a few moments. We're going to talk through development goals for, for months 10, 11, and 12. And uh, so, yeah, do whatever you need to do. Take a piss, make some tea, pour a beer. We'll see you in a moment. Bye-bye. Welcome back to the final segment of the 17th episode of Overly Honest Dads. So, as you know, we're Matt is talking drunk. about development goals. <laughs> uh, sorry, this is the theme that uh, John is saying that I'm drunk. I am, at the moment, pleasantly tipsy. It's very nice, to, to, to be honest, John, every single fucking podcast. <laughs> we yeah, have but, not, but he's every been very happy to, because he's mixed, he seems very happy. Yeah, I... John makes a point. You, yeah, you are. Quite, I, I've yeah. not eaten much today, and so it, it's, it's maybe making me. It's maybe making me a little bit more um, jovial, elaborate, jovial, controversial than I might normally be. But yeah, I don't think it's it's too different from my normal self. Um, I suppose it depends. I'm really not the one to judge. But anyway, we're here to talk about development goals, and we're talking about um, uh, kids who are ten months old. And so the development goals I have here is the first one. Uh, sitting for long periods of time without support. Um, actually, one thing I remember about this this period of time is that it was one where Amelie could sit on her own and play with certain toys of hers in her playpen. Because you yeah. remember when we had the playpen yeah. in this room um, and she would just sit there playing with her toys independently for like maybe five or ten minutes. And that was glorious because it was, you know, you could just watch her play. And yeah. previously there weren't times where that would just happen. You'd have to be interacting with her yourself. And mm-hmm. I just remember this period as a time where she could almost like make her own fun. Yeah. It's quite weird because it's the period where they're beginning to become a little more independent. Yeah. And now you think about it, it goes, oh, I miss when they were doing that. Because that's what I'm thinking now. I miss the chubby little bee and just sitting there playing with the toy. I, I love that. I love watching them do that. John makes a good point. Every time we go back to these things, I, I think oh. of Quinn I know, back man, then. And it's, oh, just the, the love oozes out. You yeah. Know, it's nuts. Because you do remember those cute moments where she was doing those. Well, for me, where, where, where I remember when she was doing those things. Um, and it's like, oh, she's an independent little human. You know, um, mm-hmm. she's her yeah. own person, and it's just—it's absolutely wonderful it to is. be able to witness that. As yeah, well. yeah, it really is. It's a, it's a real privilege to be able to witness that. And if it comes at nine months and a half, it's too early. Sorry, <laughs> no. The, the, po- the point is that it can happen at any point because yeah. these development goals are slightly, you know, uh, bullshit, but slightly helpful at the same yeah, time. They—they yeah. they walk a line between being. Um, a bit too almost prescriptional, uh, but also, uh, you know, a good guide to go by. Yeah. Um, so at this time, there's going to be a lot more standing. I know that yeah. was mentioned earlier, but at this point, you can expect to be a lot more standing and they're going to be exploring how they can use their legs yeah. um, uh, a lot more. Yeah. Um, there's also going to be pointing. Yeah. Pointing comes up at this stage. Uh-huh. Um, I remember this mostly around meal times, where Emily would point to her food, or, or more likely point to food on my plate or my wife's plate, um, and she would sort of start to be able to identify what she wanted by pointing at it. Feed me, slave. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys remember similar? Yeah, yeah, yeah big yeah. time. The pointing. Yeah, I do. I, I have one instance where I'm pretty sure I've shared this before, where we took her to a babysitter. She may have been uh, around that age as well, and we took her to a babysitter. I took her to a babysitter in the morning, um, and she had a problem where she didn't want to be left alone. She was too clingy. Yeah. Uh, understandable. 
at that age. Um, and I remember handing her over to the babysitter. I may have stayed too long because you're supposed to do these things very quickly. It's yeah. very transactional, very quick. You know, you come, you go, that's it. There's no, you know, bye-byes or anything or lovey-dovey. So you need to just get the fuck out of there. And I may have hung around a little bit too long. And as I was leaving the door, tears just started running down, bogey everywhere. And her arm shot out and pointed at me. I went, Dada. Oh, dude. And I will never forget that. Yeah. Dada phone home. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty bad, but that, that was uh, one instance of, of point. I remember, uh, I'll tell you what, at this, I think it was probably at this stage, we were in Catford and I think it was in Catford. No, we're in Bromley at this point already. Sienna was sitting and she had this thing with the corner of the room. She just sit there she just point at the corner of the room. I'm like, she's seeing demons and we're not seeing it. It's just freaking me out. She would just sit there for like two or three weeks. She kept doing it. She would sit there, look at the corner of the room and just go, ah. <laughs> it's just like, you weird child. <laughs> there are demons inside you. Yeah. Oh, that was freaked me out. But yeah, I remember this. I remember that she was yeah. chubby. She's sitting down, just pointing. <laughs> it's funny how early um, when we were talking about this episode you said you wouldn't remember anything but as soon as we start talking yeah, about start, everything yeah. it's all come back to you so yeah that's good so the plan has come together good memories um, so the last um, point for 10 months is talking um, and so the stat that I read uh, that I found is that by this point about um, half of kids at 10 months old start to say mama dada mm. baba um, and I remember, Magnus, we've already been over your story about trying to get Quinn to say mama rather than dada yeah. and it backfiring. Um, but at this point, you can kind of expect that that might happen. Yeah. Um, but I also think, and I don't know what you guys would think about this, that it's kind of accidental at the same time. Yeah. I think mama and dada are just two sounds very that simple. are very common, mm-hmm. that they're very easy, like mama Dada. Like they're the basic mouth and tongue sound. So mama, you use your lips to make that sound ma ma. Yeah. And dada is with your tongue yeah. up against the roof of your mouth. Da da. Um, and they are two of the most basic sounds you yeah. can make, either with your lips or yeah. with your tongue. I, I think um, this is well, well since I've, I've read into it, because we've been having some issues with that. Um, yeah, mama and dada, they, they sit well in the palate. Yeah. And time. they are literally the easiest fucking words yeah, for a, a child to say. Do we say. know if that is one of the reasons why those names became a thing? I've never actually looked it's, it's into it. pretty where... much global, isn't it? Uh, as it, far as I'm aware. Well, there's, yeah. Mama, no, but... papa, dada. Yeah. Baba. Like, mummy is different, obviously, like, mummy, which mm. is a, the British way. Uh-huh. Alex, being German, goes for mama, which is mummy. common in, common yeah. in, in German. <laughs> Latin, yeah. Yeah. Because um, it comes from Latin, Qu- basically. Quinn Qu- Qu- shouts for, for, for Romy, mummy, now. Oh. You hear her, yeah, like, in, in, in the back of the house. Mummy, oh, mummy. Does yeah, that bother and- Quinn? No, 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 no. No, no, but bother Amanda, sorry. Yeah, it, um, it, it does. It, it, it wretches her heart. Because like, yes, what, what is anything, it? Anything, dear. Anything for you. Is it? Is it Mama in Czech as well? Yeah, they say Mama. Mama, yeah. Mama in Czech, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I do remember actually around this time, uh, Amelie was at nursery and she was starting to pick up words from nursery. So the, a lot of the um, the key workers would say hiya. And so Amelie started to come back with <laughs> oh, hiya. Hiya. And that went away and it's come back yeah. recently. But around that time, that was she started to say that. You and don't seem very happy with hiya. No. Nah, but no, she started to say hi now. She said yeah, okay. hi. You corrected, yeah. haven't you? Like recently, she started just saying hi. Hi. Yeah. So, like, even if you've been in the room with her for a while, sometimes you look at you and go, "Hi." 
<laughs> and then she comes back from school thing. in London and she goes, Dad, oh, I want some water. He'll lose his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, I want better water, man. Better water in the doublet. What I'm going to say. Yeah, I, I, Quinn has started saying, um, uh, like, bye-bye and yeah. goodbye and, yeah. and go and stuff like that. It's just the way she says it. It's like that really flat way, like, bye-bye. Papa, go. And you can't say it fully. Yeah. It's so cute. Fuck oh, off. <laughs> yeah, and Alex, uh, Amelie says Chussy, which is the German, like Chuse yeah. is, and oh, Chussy so is a so derivative cute. of that. Yeah, it is very cute. Um, so yeah, so that's 10 months. Now, there's not that much for 11 months. I think 11 months is going to be fairly similar to what you're yeah. going for at 10 months. Uh, but the one thing that uh, the bump.com highlighted was uh, standing without support. Or, or maybe standing whilst holding your hand. And yeah. that definitely rings a bell because I remember um, Amelie uh, starting to stand and maybe take a step or two whilst holding my hand around yeah. this time. Um, yeah. So that was yeah. fairly yeah, agreed. common. Yeah. Um, but but oh, also, it's in, I, I, and you've already said this before, that the, 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 these guidelines are, they're guidelines. Mm-hmm. Of, yeah, exactly. they're, they're, you know, they're very much an average, but yeah. you will find a lot of kids that are outside of that average. And it's nothing to be alarmed of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nothing to be alarmed of. You, you'll have kids that don't fucking walk because they yeah. don't want to yeah. until they're 13, 14, 15, even and, and that's, longer. And that's even the point. That's the main point of the next part of what ah, I'm saying. Okay. So you've provided a very neat segue into 12 months. <laughs> hey. so, so, um, so, yeah, this is where walking comes in. But the one thing that surprised me, and I'd be interested to get your opinion, is that only around one in four babies are starting to walk at 12 months. Uh, I think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I was a difficult thought, thing to do. Like, I remember my sister, Jessica, who's a lot younger than me, um, started to walk around one. And I kind of thought all kids would do that. But no, no, uh, no. apparently the standard range for walking is nine months through 17 months. Yes. Some of them don't want to walk. It's true. Yeah. And I was surprised by that because I imagine that if you had a kid that wasn't walking at like 17 months, he'd be like, oh, my God. What's happening? Yeah. Is it broken? I'll be getting a wheelchair. Um, <laughs> Guys, come on. Jesus. You can cut that out. Yeah, um, please do. Yeah. So maybe we have a pause here. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not cutting that out. I'm not cutting yes. that out. I have nothing to cut from. So, so yeah. So, so nine to 17 months um, is quite a long time, really. It's a big range, isn't it? Yeah, When it you is. think about it. So that's quite it a lot is. of months where people could... Yeah. Where the kids could be walking. Um, another thing is that babies are going to be starting uh, to understand uh, basic commands at this point. Yeah. Um, so they're going to understand one-step commands um, that you use, um, ideally in combination with gestures. So you might point towards a ball and ask him to pick him up, or you might ask him to look at a dog or an animal of some, of some kind, or just give them basic commands that they will then follow through on. Mm-hmm. Does that ring a bell with you yeah. guys? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It, it does. Can, can I just add, this is slightly different, but it's involving balls. Okay. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, <laughs> round John's balls. only got one. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? What the hell? I, I, I mean balls that Don't play with Get, get oh, okay. your minds out the gut, chap, chaps. Um, so Quinn is now well, saying balls. One of my balls, balls probably is in the gutter. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I have to drop that in. God. <laughs> Carry what on. happened to your ball for yeah. it to end up in a gutter? I don't know. I don't know. I was born with one, so what? I you just one. don't know. Is it a mystery? I have a master ball. I don't know what happened to the other. <laughs> Three kids, bitch. <laughs> 
It's the ball. motherboard of all balls. Is it a master ball of Pokemon thing? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds pretty good, though. I'm killing Magnus. <laughs> so, for listeners, Magnus is currently struggling to maintain composure. He's wiping tears away from master his tear ducts. Uh, that's good. I like that. That's very good. Um, yeah, Quinn, Quinn, the way she says ball is so cute. I wish I had an audio recording. Maybe next week. Maybe next time. Maybe next I'll, week. I'll yeah, s- okay. show you guys. Um, yeah, she says ball like bowl. It's so bow, sweet. Bow. bow. Yeah, like that. Bow. bow. It's just owl, like owl. And it's just it's just really, really sweet. Yeah. But I'm I'm going on a tangent here. So yeah. anyway. So I just want to round this off by asking you a question that um you I'm kind of gonna settle an argument that I, or not an argument, but a discussion I had with my wife. Mm-hmm. So when it gets to twelve months, mm-hmm. are they toddlers? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I think toddler's up to three, isn't it? From 12 to three? It depends. It depends on who is classifying. Oh, uh, so the WHO, they classify it as 24 months, n- no longer. Um, however, you'll find that different cultures say that anything beyond one year is no longer a t- toddler. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Or well, is a toddler. Is a toddler. Is what a do toddler. you think? Yeah. yeah. So you go from I, infant I, to toddler. I don't think they're toddlers until a little bit after one. Mm. Um, like, Emily wasn't walking or toddling, until she was about 14 months. Toddle. So she could walk a little bit. She could walk, walk a couple of steps, but she was not confident until about 14 months when mm. me and Alex started to try and almost train her a little bit. Yeah. Um, before then, she kind of wanted to walk, but when it didn't work, she just went back to crawling and that yeah. was that. Uh-huh. Um, and she, she didn't really show much inclination towards walking, but we kind of prompted her and she did kind of start to be, start to do the toddling phase. Yeah. And when I think that the development in a way in their men- in, in in their minds is related to their ability to explore because uh-huh. yeah. once you can explore and you can you just go between rooms and and go wherever you want then you're you start to discover more uh-huh. and you interact with things and you learn more and you hear more language because the parents mm-hmm. are describing the things you're encountering um so i do think that toddler kind of is tied into when you're more mobile and mm-hmm. and, yeah. and you yeah, can I get agree. around and because toddle kind of means to sort of walk you see I, I didn't even know yeah. that the mean because we don't have a toddler word in Italian, I think either. So, toddler is really an English thing for me. So, if toddle means that, then yeah, obviously it'll be after. Yeah, to sort of toddle around. Yeah. As long as, as far as I understand it, is to kind of walk slightly yeah. unsteadily and sort of uh, explore around in yeah. a amateurish, babyish manner. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, yeah. but that was just one thing I wanted to throw out there because it was always a point of discussion. Who won the argument, by the way? Um, me always. <laughs> I knew it. Um, no, that's. I'm not sure she'll disagree. That's um, not true. My, my wife is fierce um, in 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 a good way. Um, but yeah, any thoughts on development goals before we wrap this one up? They're somewhat arbitrary, but they're they are a good guideline. If you're outside of it, don't shit yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's essentially it. Yeah, I, I think as a new parent, it would have freaked me out yeah. if I had to look at guidelines and look at Christopher. Is he doing this? He's not doing this. He's doing that. Is he not doing that? I'd I rather, you know, in a way it's good guidelines, but also in another way appreciate ignorance because sometimes yeah. it's bliss. Um, and don't mm-hmm. be too scared. Don't John, be too scared. I flipping agree. Remember yeah. what I said last week about mm. Quinn's talking? Yeah, yeah. How I was saying how um, uh, she 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 was saying all these things, but at the same time she wasn't. Yeah. And Romana, because she's a trained linguist, 
um, she was picking Why is she not doing backflips in German? (laughs) Why is she not doing this? And so we took her to a speech therapist to get checked out. Speech therapist was like, no, chill, relax, have a blunt. And Romney was like, no, I don't trust this person. What is going on? You know, um, so yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I think you need to, don't take it with a pinch of salt, but be, be intelligent about what you take on board and where you need to take so, um, extra information. I will information tell you right now that looking back on it, looking at this together, it's interesting because it reminds me of happy things. Mm. I can tell you that with the first child, I panicked the first week because he wasn't shitting after he was born. Okay. I panicked when we thought he couldn't hear us and we had to take him to the doctor. I panicked about everything as a first time parent. If I read any of these things, I would have panicked all the way through. It's like, oh, why is he not doing this? Oh, it's nine months. It's nine yeah. months and a half. Why is he not doing this? I would. I, that's the kind of person I am. So in a way, I'm glad my child was born 10 years ago. I'm glad my other one was born seven years ago and the other one five years ago because it was already too late. You make for me a good to be point. Things. It, I was. I, a, I, I panicked so much about everything. I'd rather not yeah. read too much into things. Okay. And Which I think, my ignorance is great. Yeah, ignorance is bliss. Um, and I think the general point to this whole thing is that um, have these things as, as a general guide, but just be aware that your child is just as much as a unique person as you are as an individual. And you know how you as an individual are probably taking your own path through life and done things at a different pace to everyone else. Well, that's going to be the same for your kid as it is for every other human being on this planet. And that's kind of how it should be. So, yeah. So I guess that brings us to the end of episode 17 of this uh, lovely podcast and so we're going to say goodbye to you we're going to let you go back to your lives and enjoy them as you see fit thank you so much for joining us um all that remains actually no i do have a quick couple of bits of housekeeping to do before i do the all that remains bit um so if you have any questions for us any suggestions any comments or any general abuse you can reach us at overlyhonestdads at gmail.com that's overlyhonestdads at gmail.com um, you can also find our Instagram account which is just overly honest dads as far as I'm aware um, John posts up many wonderful memes there so check them out like them share them all that kind of stuff um, there's a Twitter account which is inactive but you can go look at the logo because why not um, and I think that's about it so yeah all that remains is for me to say thank you to my podcast pals Magnus my pleasure thanks guys and John Thank you, guys. And, uh, and yeah, thank you for me. Uh, join us next time for more of this kind of stuff. So enjoy whatever you're doing. We'll see you again soon. Thank you and goodbye.